Yo, what's going on, man? Shamit Dean Edwards, and we are in the building once again. Once again, it's on. It's good to be back. Be back here, flying solo. It's been a second. Had a lot of guests in the uh, last last couple of weeks, in the last month or so. Some interesting guests. Uh, before I proceed, we want to send a special shout out. Uh, to all things comedy and um, some of our comedy mates in all things, you know, uh, big up to uh, Billy Barr and Al Magical running a, a wonderful operation over there at all things comedy. Um, y'all make sure you keep, a, if you're in LA, keep an eye out for all things comedy live at the, uh, at the comedy store. I think the day after my birthday on Jujuju, I forgot my birthday on on July 31st, man. Y'all, y'all make sure if you're in LA, go by. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a great show, and as always, check out uh, some of our friends that are, uh, that have shows on All Things Comedy Network. I'm in Ian Edwards and uh, Soccer Comic Rand. Uh, Dean Del Rey, let there be talk. Brian, uh, Brian Scalero, this is my pod. This is my podcast. You know, um, who has a dope Joan? Uh, Joan. I just said that like I'm from Philly. Had a dope Joan. Uh, Tom Rhodes. Tom Rhodes Radio. Tom Rhodes always a funny dude. He's like the official of the most official road dogs. Um, and uh, and a lot of other uh, you know, funny cats. Uh, on there, you wanna you wanna check them out. You know, uh, what's been going on with me? Well, um, can I just say we are, we are smack dab in the middle of Heat Wave 2015. This, um, this is the first, this is the first official blaze of the season, man. I, um, you know what? I was fortunate enough last winter. That's always weird when you say last because you almost want to say this winter because the new winter, which is approaching, say in uh, what? When's winter begin? I guess in I don't know. Is it December? What'd you say? November, December? Um, the winter solstice? I'm not sure. Uh, but I always look at it as well. This winter, realistically, in my mind, because I look at the calendar year, so I'm like this winter that just passed. So this past, you know, January, February, March. Um, and even parts of April when it was cold, that should be this winter. In in my mind, that's how I always thought about it. But it, in actuality, I've learned that this winter is the approaching winter since we're in the middle of the summer. It's what's coming versus what already happened. What already happened is last winter or this past winter. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's it's really this is going nowhere and it's going nowhere fast, people. Uh, <laughs> but um, yo, it's hot, son. And what's what's interesting? It's hot, but it's still mild in comparison to recent uh, summer times, where it's been you know in the hundreds. So I'm not gonna really complain because we're only at about 91. But if you hear a humming in the background, no, it's not a doo-wop group. It's the fan that I'm sitting in front of because it's, it's that John Blaze. Uh, apologies that this episode is coming at you uh, a wee bit later than um, than expected. 
uh, a brother was was running running around uh you know in the last couple of days and i wasn't able to get the podcast out to you the listeners to the fam um you know so for that i apologize that it's coming to you late but it's coming to you nonetheless be happy with it why am i speaking in this voice why why are you i think everything goes down a lot smoother when it comes from a British accent, if you say things with a British accent, people just revere it, hold it in higher esteem. Do you understand what I'm saying? Um, yes, it's, so say for instance, if you're angry with someone and you say, you've really pissed me off. Um, they still, or if you cuss someone out, if you say, if I say, duck my sick for the mucker, you see what I just did there? That's that dyslexic cuss. I just dyslex, dyslexic cussed you out. Duck my sick for the mucker. If you say it versus with the mild British accent, duck my sick for the mucker. You know, you've offended someone, yet you've made them feel special all in one sentence. Now, if you say it in, say, a Gandalf tone, duck my sick for the mucker. Fly, you fool, fly. Then they'll think you just cast a spell on them. That's what'll happen. I'm, I'm, uh... I'm being silly, because I missed you all. Did you all miss me? How was your week? My week was fabulous. You know what, um, it's funny because I was gone for a couple of weeks, and anytime I'm gone for, for a couple of weeks, I always feel like here I have to, uh, get back in the, in the mode of, of family time, so I gotta spend more time with the family, and, and put the phone down. D- does this happen to any of you? Do you, uh, well, I'll get back to that. And put the phone down and disconnect from the matrix. Even though you feel inclined to uh, be on your phone or your social media or your, or your laptop or your uh, tablet. Um, I wanted to say iPad, which I just did. So that kind of negates what I was just trying to do or just attempting to do. I wanted to say tablet to, to show respect towards all. All tablets and not just iPad. Take that, Mr. Jobs. Um, yeah, uh, so usually when I get home, I like to just uh, chill with me familia for, for a matter of a few days, a couple of days. Um, but last, last Wednesday, you know what I did? You know what I did? I, uh, I was talking to our buddy, Mr. Harris Stanton, who, um, who I will... I will have on soon, but whenever, you know, I, maybe we'll we'll uh, do another episode next time we're on the road together because, you know, obviously Harris, Artie, Tracy, um, and probably even the uh, limo van driver, um, you know, they all have uh, settled with with Walmart and um, and they're all here. Mainly, they're all here. They're all healthy. Rest in peace, Uncle Jimmy Mack, and uh, condolences as always to his family. Um, but I believe everyone's been financially compensated by Walmart. And, and so, being that Harris now is back on stage, everyone's been rushing to do these interviews with him. And, you know, that's my friend. So, I think he and I, we were talking one day in the car. And he was, uh, he was, he was saying how we were talking about uh, my podcast, 
And then I said, oh, you know what? You got to come back. Not even on some here. You got to come back because you were in this car accident. And that's news. I really just was like, you know, it has been a while since we tossed it up. And Harris has a nice, refreshing perspective in comparison and stark contrast to mine. So it'd be good to have him. But he said he he uh, promised, I think he promised uh, Luis Gomez that he would do their uh their podcast legion of skanks so y'all y'all can uh check out harris on legion of skanks and i think he also did um gina savage's uh former former manager of a couple of comedy clubs boston comedy club most notably and also uh broadway comedy club uh, owned by one al martin um yeah so uh so, and Harris, as a man of his word, you got to respect that. As a man of his word, he said, oh, you know what? I promised Lewis I'd uh, do his first. So I said, all right, no problem. I said, well, we'll just do do mine whenever. So um, so we were talking last week, and he tells me that they are... Actually, he's he's part of the Big J roast at the Creek in the Cave uh, out in uh, Long Island City. I didn't know where it was. I didn't. I, I honestly didn't even know Big J was being roasted until I think I saw a post maybe on Facebook. And then I was like, wait, Harris is on there? Doesn't what Harris know about roasting somebody? Huh? What does Harris know about roasting somebody? Um, but I said, you know what? Let me go ahead and investigate and we'll, we'll, uh, We'll see how it uh, how it's going, and that's what we did. So we um, we went to ch- check it out. We rolled with him. Harris Harris is now driving. What is it called? I'm gonna probably mess it up. Uh, uh, Harris Harris has his <laughs> Harris Harris has his is wearing his Walmart uh, buddy or <laughs> I think uh, Keith Robinson told told Mark Theobald. Um, Keith told Mark, he's like, he's, he's going to be broke by February. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so he's, he said how he's going to be broke. But Eric, actually, in, in all honesty, Harris is, is not, uh, is not blowing his, his paper, which, which I'm happy to see. He's, he's, uh, he he's enjoying himself, which is what you do. But he's not he's not overdoing it. However, he does have a, a nice new uh, Audi. Is it Audi Seven A? I don't know. You can you can tell a brother that knows nothing about cars. Does he have a, a, a an a, an Audi iPhone Seven G S? Like when you want to impress somebody with cars, just add letters and numbers. Yeah, I'm I'm on a Jaguar ZX43. It sounds fast, doesn't it? Uh, so Harris, uh, Harris, uh, he he comes to. Well, here's what's funny. This fool, this fool, he hits me. I hit him on Wednesday because I I had a bunch of running around to do on Wednesday. So I get home Wednesday evening around six. I'm like, yo, what time should I be ready? And he's like, he's like, oh man, uh, I gotta be there around uh seven thirty. It starts at eight. You know, I like getting there early. Um why? You need a ride? Do I need a ride? Negro, let me explain something. I've been picking you up for the better part <laughs> of one and a half decades for since probably 
what, 2000, maybe 2002, 2003, I scoop Harris up, you're coming to pick me up, Harris, he, and he wasn't, he wasn't beefing about it, so he came, scooped the brother up, um, can I just say, that's a nice, it's a nice, it is a nice vehicle, you know, they, it has this holographic, uh, it's very futuristic, which is funny because when you think of, someone just told me, my, my sister-in-law just told me she was watching, um, I think it was Back to the Future Part 2, which was the one where they went to the future. I think Back to the Future was the one where they went forward in time and Biff was this, uh, was this millionaire, multi-millionaire because he, he had all the dates from uh from the sports book and so he bet on a bunch of uh sporting events and became rich and uh so anyway my my sister-in-law totally unnecessary information to help the story move along but i like filling in the details can you blame me so my my sister-in-law she's uh she's telling me um how she was watching back to the future too and it's get peep this y'all it took place in t I think the movie was made, what, say, 1985, 86? And the movie took place in 2015, when they went to the future, which is now. So, according to Steven Spielberg and whoever else helped create the Back to the Future franchise, they thought we were going to have hoverboards... We, weren't be, we wouldn't be on skateboards, we'd be on hoverboards, and we'd be in uh, tight jeans. So they're kind of there. They kind of, they, they, they overthought it a little bit, but um, you, we do have segways. Hmm? We have segways. Um, we don't have hoverboards, but we, ha we have Tony Hawk. Hmm? Tony Hawk. Uh, and, and black men are wearing skinny jeans. So you, you see how we kind of... He kind of was in the vicinity of where the future should have been. We always, those movies always did have us thinking like the future was going to be so far and beyond what we, um, what we actually have in the future. Um, but there are some things that did parallel. Say, for instance, uh, uh, on the original Star Trek, Captain Kirk's, Captain Kirk had a flip phone. <laughs> Oh, Captain Kirk and the crew of the Starship Enterprise, they were rocking uh, Motorola flip phones back in 1968, 69. Um, yeah, so I, I just think that's, I think that's pretty impressive. So anyway, Harris's card has, uh, I'm, I'm, I really don't need to go on and on about Harris's fly ride, but it's a nice vehicle. Uh, it has this like hologram where the speed limit, instead of you having to look down at the dashboard, the speed limit is displayed right on the, uh, in this, like, hologram that's projected onto the windshield. I think it's dope, son. And then if you have the GPS programmed, it also shows you the arrows and directions you're supposed to turn. I thought it was kind of hot. Uh, so we go, we get out there, and here's what's funny. This dude... Um, who's, who's never, never, I don't know if Harris has ever owned a car. He definitely never owned a brand new car, let alone a brand new luxury car. But one thing Harris is always, one issue I've always noticed is when I'm driving and he's the passenger, whether we're 
in New York City or on the road, but especially in the greater metropolitan area of New York City, this dude does not like traffic. He doesn't like traffic or congestion, and he lets you know, he's like, fuck, man, what the hell? What's going on in this traffic? And I don't know why I just sound like Todd when I said that. But uh, but this dude, he really gets frustrated. So we we drove to, uh, he picked me up, and then we drove to uh, Long Island City. I'd never been to the creek in the cave. I didn't realize it was in Long Island City. Long Island City has changed drastically. No longer do you see uh, prostitutes walking around on the streets as, as back in the days. Um... Now, now it's it's yo, it's gentrified. Uh, Long Island City is the original Williamsburg and the the original uh, Brooklyn, because I remember going Long Island City. For those that are not from New York City and don't understand the layout of New York City, Long Island City. Uh, how can I describe? Long Island City is right next to Queensbridge, right? Like and if anyone knows Queensbridge projects from uh music, they they know that's where Nas Nasir Jones, Nas is from, the rapper, that's where Mob Deep is from, that's where uh the original Juice Crew All Stars from Roxanne Shantae to MC Shan, uh I think Craig G. I think Master Ace is from Brooklyn. Uh, but a lot of lot of uh Legends of, uh, shoot, uh, no, I was going to say Capone Noriega, but they're from Left Rack City. Um, oh, yes, y'all should know my, my hip-hop knowledge is kind of thorough, son. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so these, these places are right next to each other. So to see all these luxury condos and, and uh, gourmet coffee shops in this little Greenwich Village right next right across queen across uh queensboro bridge which i guess splits as queensboro bridge is like eight mile in uh in the movie or is it seven mile divides between i don't remember i, I don't know enough about detroit if there's my boy cp but or even spanky but i think eight mile is the divider that splits the good side of the city versus the bad side of the city and that's kind of what Queensboro uh, Bridge is. The 59th Street Bridge splits off where Queens Bridge Projects are from Long Island City. And uh, Long Island City is uh, it, it was popping, man. It was it was it was very busy late at night. So they had the um, they had the Big J roast. Now here's what what I found interesting as we walk up as we roll up. Uh, we see uh, John Moses is interviewing, I think, Dan Soder, uh, and we bum rush the interview. And I guess the interview is to accompany the forthcoming roast of Ron Jeremy. I did not know that while working on one roast, they're preparing for another roast that's already in the can, I guess. So... Um, they start interviewing, um, they decide that, or John decides he wants to interview, uh, Harris and myself, so he's interviewing us about the first time we, we saw, um, Ron Jeremy, and, uh, I think my first time, I mentioned it was when, like, you know, your first, your first 
porno movies were were horrific. They were bad, right? Let's be honest. Like, they were bad, but they were good for their time. But if you look at what what we uh what was exciting back then versus now, I mean, still naked is naked. You know, sex is sex. But now the things they do in comparison, oh, the talents! I must say, they really progressed, haven't they? So he's interviewing us, and then he says, um, he asks us, he was like, yeah, now, uh, are you, are you familiar with Lisa Ann? I'm like, I don't know no Lisa Ann. I was like, does, does Lisa Ann know me? I don't know who no Lisa Ann is. Harris like, he doesn't know who Lisa Ann is. And I run off a bunch of, um, vixens that I am familiar with, you know, say an obsession, uh, uh, uh Luscious Lopez, a, uh, uh, uh who else? Obsession, Luscious Lopez, Pinky, of course, uh, Roxy Reynolds, uh, Jasmine Cashmere. Applause to you, Jasmine. <laughs> She's retired now. Um, and the reason I know that is because uh, she's from Chicago. And who was it? I think my Chicago homies. It wasn't Jay Deep. Uh, you know what, Dion Cole, Dion Cole or J Deep? I think it was Dion though. He, we were discussing uh, adult actresses, some of our faves, and he was like, "Ah, oh, yeah, nah, man, she she retired, she back in Chicago." I was like, "Oh, too bad for her, but good for her, good for you, boo." Um, so I, I didn't know who Lisa Hill was. So, um, interview went well. We, you know, we ex- exchanged pleasantries to. A bunch of uh, comics hadn't seen in a while. Um, some industry, Maureen uh, Taryn used to be with New Wave. Almost had had her as a manager. Um, went a different route, but it was great seeing her. She looked good. Um, slimmed down, nice. Not that she was ever heavy. Uh, Big J cleans up nicely. Can I just say that? Big J does clean up nicely. I I told him I said, "Hey man, you have the Alexander Vanderpool look that Boys to Men uh first ran with in in Motown Philly back in the 92 or 93." He um yeah, he was rocking the blazer with the tie with the pocket square with the denim, but still had on dirty boots. You got to love him. And uh and and cut the hair. See? We we are we we create the trends, people. I cut my hair. Jake cut his hair, cause that's what we do. We don't need long hair. We 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 set the trend. Let y'all jump on it and then kept it moving. Why is my face squinted up like it is right now? I have no idea. Anyway, uh, so the the roast roast was actually great. Just went a little too. Now I went a lot too long. So that roast was was. It went forever, forever, ever, forever, ever, and a day. That joint lasted way too long. Cause here's the thing: when you're roasting, I look. I'm I'm not some roaster, um, but I know there are time constraints for a reason. Uh, and you should you you know you do do a couple of minutes and keep it moving. There were there there were probably at least. Three or four too many people on the dais. Um, and if each person is doing 10 plus minutes, that just makes for a long night. It started at 8. That joint didn't end till after 11. 
at least. Damn, it was long. Um, notable highlights. I gotta say, Harris did a great job. I and and more than great job because he did his time and kept it moving. He wasn't up there. If he was up there five minutes, I'd be surprised. Uh, as a matter of fact, people were doing like fifteen. I think Mike Vecchione probably did the longest. Mike Vecchione, Ari Shafir, who else? Um, Mark Norman kept it kept it pretty short. Uh, but uh, yeah, Vecchi and Vecchi was killing. Don't get me wrong, Vecchi was killing. Uh, Ari, from what I saw, he did well. I just I had to get outside. It was hot in there, man. A uh, little little uncomfortable. Um, but but. Vecchi had pages and pages and great jokes and I know it sucks to write so many jokes and have to edit and whittle down but you gotta whittle down kitties uh, for all you for all you new jacks out there that are listening this week's protocol is as follows here when roasting someone the kiss method is necessary let me say that again when roasting someone the kiss method is necessary Keep it simple, stupid, or keep it short and simple, but just just keep it moving, man. It, it was too long, and I because here's what happened. I think like was using Vecchione as an example, and the only reason I used it as an example, and I even told him, I said, yeah, it was you did your thing, son, but it was just dumb long. Um, I think he started off and was blah blah killing, and then I think people people got exhausted. Because they were like, oh, he's, he's still going because they seeing you turning pages and realizing, yo, this is going on way longer than uh, than I expected. And we still have to get through eight more people, you know, um, that's my little two cents. Uh, but aside from that, it was a fun night. Um, yeah, it was a fun night and uh, always great seeing people. Who else? I saw uh, Wayne Radha. Or is it Radar? Wayne used to, um, he actually managed Patrice for a little bit. He also ran Boston Comedy Club uh, for a while under Barry Katz when Barry still owned it, still had it. Uh, um, Wayne, just saw a bunch of, just always, always good being at those types of events because it's nice seeing people you haven't seen in a long time. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, oh, you know what? Saw Michael Che. It's always good. His was funny. Che and I, we we don't see each other a lot, but when we see each other, we always we always toss it up um, about SNL, and, and you know catch up. You know he catches me up to things. I I sort of uh, give him my insight from when I was there, and he laughs and smiles because he realizes how. Uh, it hasn't changed. <laughs> show hasn't changed in 40 years. Show has changed. It's evolved. But there's certain things that are still instituted and in place that have remained, uh, which which is why the show is uh, television history and why it works. And Lauren, Lauren's figured out a, uh, a formula that some people may not agree with. But, hey, it works for him uh, and it works for everyone that have has worked there, you know. So, um yeah so we caught it up congrats to che uh because uh he just got got his contract renewed and here's the thing a lot of people don't know right around early to mid july is when 
people begin to get renewed on their contracts for the following season. So he got his, but the awkward the awkward feeling is you kind of lay low because people start making those calls. Yo, did you uh did you hear anything yet? Did you hear anything yet? And it's awkward when you've got renewed and someone calls you like, "Yeah, what 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 happened? Have you heard anything yet? I ain't heard anything." And you're like, "Uh, yeah, they called, but um but you know, I I got renewed, but you'll get renewed too. That's all you can really say. Hey man, keep your head up and don't worry. We're all be back there in 8H and on the 17th floor. Uh, can't wait to start writing some new sketches. So much is going on in the news, and, and we're looking forward to it. You know, that's how you—that's what you want to say. But part of you is like, oh damn, because you can't, you can't, you want to celebrate, and you celebrate that you got renewed, but you also are like, man, I hope my boy, I hope my girl gets read up too. But you never know when you have. I think he said that they have uh like 15 cast members too and haven't experienced a 15 cast member stretch and at one point i think it was 16 um that's a lot 16 people across about 65 maybe 60 to 65 minutes worth of show that ain't a lot of show to go around then you when you subtract the musical acts and we can update it's really you really only get what about 40 to 45 minutes of show divided by 15 different people plus a host that has to squeeze their face and mug into any and everything that's on the show to show that they're a um, triple threat they can act dance and sing <laughs> uh, so um congrats to Shay and uh I told him I said well look man you gotta also appreciate that uh you know you're you're living in an unprecedented time or era on the show where there there are five cat five black cast members, you know, between uh himself and Farrow, Leslie, Keenan and Shashir. That's five that's five Negroes. That's a beautiful thing. Uh, and you hope that they don't cancel each other out. But I also know the show, so I, I fingers crossed that all five are renewed. You got to figure Leslie popped last year, so she's definitely in. Che just got renewed. He popped. I told him I said you, you, you're you're the first brother weekend update, and you're doing doing a good job from the episodes I've seen. So you were getting renewed. So he got renewed. Leslie, I'm sure, is definitely renewed. Um, and then you have what uh, Pharaoh, Keenan. And Sashir Keenan, I'm sure if he wants to be there, he can be there because he has visibility and celebrity because he's been on there the longest. He's been on there since what '03, so that's uh he's he's this is this will be his going into his 13th year if he decides to stay. Uh, and you're competing. He might want to just stay j- just to uh, beat out uh Daryl Hammond as far as longest uh, running cast members. I think Tim Meadows had it at one point. And then Daryl took over that, and now uh, Keenan has a chance to surpass that. So, um, yeah, so, you know, fingers crossed for, um, I think they'll all be back for 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 Jay and uh, Sashir, but I think they all do enough. So Tracy used to say, you, got to, you need two episodes to justify your existence. And 
like I said, I don't catch the show enough, but I do believe that they the couple of episodes I've seen they all they've all they've all been getting screen time. So that's 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 a beautiful thing. Um. So yeah. So the roast was cool. Boom. Oh, so check this out. So then Friday night. Friday night. Speaking of smut and porn, I'm at New York Comedy Club. They asked me to uh, wind up doing the late show too, so I uh, stick around uh, and big up to uh, 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 Emilio and crew because they they really uh, helped turn around New York Comedy Club. They they're doing their best to give some some good shows and present uh, strong comics along with newer cats too. Uh, and just make it a nice hangout. Because hey, that's the thing. Comics just want to tell jokes and hang out, right? And so I never understood when clubs had this approach that they make it this challenge and this, this gatekeeper situation where they want comics begging them and kissing the ring and, and gasping and fighting for a seat. You want to fight for that stage time. But there's a respectful way to do it, um, in my opinion. And I think I'm right, and I know I am. Uh, so, anyway, uh, I, I, I'm waiting and waiting to go on, and they say, oh, you know what, uh, you, you want to do the, uh, the pain or paid show? So I'm like, huh? Yeah, all right, whatever. He's like, yeah, you know, uh, you know Lisa Ann, the porn star? I said, you know what? That's funny. You're the second person in two days. She's hosting. I said, get out of here. I said, really? <laughs> that's hilarious. I said, yo, yo, that's crazy. We were just talking about her two days ago. And now she's co-hosting this uh, show. So I'm like, all right, boom. I'll, 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 I'll go stick my head in. I'll, I'll do a, a guest spot on this, uh, this, this what sounds like a freaky show show. I go in there. Comic is on, and Sun is giving a sem- seminar uh, on silence. <laughs> and you know what? I don't know his name, and he might have been funny. I couldn't really hear what he was saying. I was, I just I know people weren't laughing, and they explained to me that paid or played, paid or pain means that if he if a comic does well. The the crowd will cheer and say, nah, paid. And that comic will get paid for their stage time. But if they caught an L, if they bomb, they get sent on their way. And they're, they had a dominatrix sitting on stage with them. And she was there. And sure enough, she was there waiting with uh, with hot wax candles to drip on his chest. Did she wax him? Did she? I don't think she ripped his, his skin off his uh, off his chest, but it was just a hot wax treatment. I told Harris about this later. And he was like, man, I'd have bombed on purpose. <laughs> Harris is an idiot. Yeah, so, uh, so, yeah, so, uh, then they flogged, they flogged a female comic. She, she actually did well from what I saw. But they spanked her um, in a dress. She was wearing a dress. 
Um, wow, this just got very perverse very very quickly. I started uh, winning to my sexy voice. And I was just playing it. But, <laughs> you know, you're watching someone spank someone's booty, you're going to watch the jiggle. Uh, <laughs> voice and I, Rich Voice and I are watching like, what what happened to... What hap- what has happened to comedy? What happened? Remember when you you bombed on stage and you just went home and uh, cried in the mirror and then worked your material and either returned in a couple of months or went to a smaller club to work your act until you got up the courage to go back to that club and show your face. Now they're they're whipping and and beating and waxing comics. Anything for stage time, I suppose. Because as a matter of fact, when I went on stage, I didn't even, I didn't get to Joe. I was talking about the whole situation from the dominatrix that's, that was sitting on stage while I was on stage as well to, uh, to having a porn star <laughs> co-host the show. Ah, it was funny. And Lisa Ann was, was, was very, uh, very cool, very down to earth. Um, yeah, you know what? It's funny since she's since she's doing this comedians podcast tour. Made me wonder: Is this someone that that you all would like to hear on the Father Muckin Protocol? Um, you all let me know because she actually fanned out. She was giving out DVDs. Um, I said, you know what? Harris would like one of these. Since we were just talking about it, I thought it'd be a funny thing to get. She was autographing them. She had a line. She did that, which you appreciate anyone that does the uh pictures and and giveaways to the fans that are waiting patiently in line uh but it also made me wonder i was like geez that's got to be weird how 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 does that feel that everywhere you go everyone has seen you not only naked but seeing you do things seeing you do some things that you might not want to tell your parents about they've seen they've seen you gape how about that? <laughs> they've they've seen you gape. They've seen your your your. Sorry to paint this picture, but they've seen your rectal cavity violated and gaping wide open. How's how's that for painting a picture? Did you all enjoy that, boys and girls? Yeah. Uh, send all your comments to at I M Dean Edwards. <laughs> ah, shoot. Um, yeah, that's, I, because you gotta think, alright, I know I'm good, you gotta be thinking, I'm thinking that she's thinking, alright, after the show, I'm gonna have people wait in line to sign pictures of, of this, uh, DVD with me naked on the cover with a bunch of my girlfriends that are also, uh, porn actresses. I, I think I've discussed that before, what's the difference between a porn star and a store porn actress? Uh, Something that if I do have her on uh, the Father Monk and Protocol, we will uh, we'll, uh, delve deeper into. Did you like that uh, choice of verbiage that I just used? Did you? Did you? Um, so, yeah. So, I'm wondering if she's sitting there thinking, geez, is she thinking, oh, this is going to be awesome. Because I know after the show, I'm usually amped to meet, meet and greet. But I also am not thinking... Everyone that's coming up to me, let alone anyone's coming up to me, is thinking, Oh, I want I want to see you naked. I've seen you naked and I want to see you naked again. Whereas with her, you gotta think that's all that the majority of people are thinking. No no one's sitting there like, Oh, you know what, she's made me feel really wonderful and gosh darn it, I just like her as a person. <laughs> you know, so 
It's got to be creepy, maybe maybe a little skeevy to her. Because she had security, though. Uh, you, you can believe the two, the, the, the large uh, Negro, and one was a large brother, and one was, I think, a large Latino brother. And they definitely were there to make sure the line kept flowing rather smoothly. Um, yeah. So, um, and, and so as I went to get Harris's DVD, uh, she said, oh, oh my God, would you mind if I fanned out right now? Can I get a picture? I was like, oh man, that just made my day. I had a porn star that wanted to take a picture with me. Me, Donkey Dean. Uh, so it was, yeah, that was, that was kind of cool. That, 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 uh, that made my ego swell, uh, along with a couple of other things. hi oh pal, zingy! I'll be here all week, try the veal, tip your weight stuff, but not over. Yeah, so that was, a uh, it was a, was a fun week, and I think they do that show once a month, so, um, needless to say, uh, I'll be back, probably, um... Yeah, I think I'll be back. I most definitely will do that show again. Now, shows like that are fun because uh, you get to just sort of wild out. Like a Nick Cannon show, you get to wilding out. Get it? Um, so the rest of the weekend, rest of the weekend was cool. Did I start a topic and not finish it? Did I not land the plane properly? Uh, I saw Minions the other day. Fun movie. I, I'm actually way behind on uh, on my uh, my summer moving. You know how like in school you had summer reading. Well, I have movies to see, so that's called summer moving. I, I still haven't seen Terminator Genesis, um, nor Ant Man. Actually, a good about movies uh, because they're two. I'm the type of dude when I drive past a, a movie marquee, I like to have seen at least thirty percent. Or more of the movies that are in the marquee. Usually, when I'm when when I've seen fifty percent, I feel good. And when I've seen all the movies, which is very rare, because there's always some some movie like The Fault Beyond Our Stars playing, where I'm like, you definitely won't catch me watching that when it's on regular TV. Let alone paying to. I won't even sneak into a movie like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's just it's I'm I am not the demographic which they are seeking. And I'm fine with that. You know, um, so yeah, uh, I got to see a couple more movies. Uh, Harris told me Ant-Man was good. He said Terminator Genesis was dope. And uh, you know what? I, I would like, um, I you know, getting some interaction. I want y'all to tell me, what do y'all want to hear more of? Uh, you know, all, all the people that listen to the fam, that, that doth listen to the Father Market Protocol and support. Uh, because I, I don't think a lot of people peeped the Rodney Laney episode the way they should have. I was actually, I ain't gonna front, I was a little disappointed in y'all, man. You know, what y'all, y'all, y'all don't like a brother no more? Well, I'm not, I ain't bringing it. I ain't bring, I ain't bringing the thunder the way, the way y'all like, like me to bring the thunder. Let a brother know. Uh, cause that, that, you know, y'all have a control and say in, in what I'm doing on here too. Cause y'all, uh, y'all are fans, but I... You know they're peaks and valleys because at one point I said, well, you know what, maybe the uh, the, the Father Muckin Road Warriors sessions aren't things that people want to hear. Uh, and I hope y'all don't listen based on who's famous and who isn't 
who you're familiar with and who you aren't because I'm not going to interview or sit down with someone who I don't think is uh not interesting. Like that's to me that's what is going to make me want to sit down with someone whether or not they're interesting, whether it's uh you know Rodney Laney last week to Gina Brion the week before or uh Vieira the week before Royale week before that. Um they all they all have a a different journey, a different um different insight that they can offer to um to the game to this thing called comedy man um so yeah y'all y'all get at me whether you listen consistently or you just happen to be turning on for the first time and you said oh you know what that dude with the bat he looks interesting who's he about to hit what is the father mucking protocol i'm gonna listen to it if you if you've listened let a brother know uh what you think and and what you'd like to hear or who you'd like to hear um interviews wise cuz like i said um I, I i like thinking outside of the box and getting people that not everybody else is necessarily rushing to uh to interview uh i i, I want to get my boy Jason Andrews on here cuz he's uh you know it'd be dope actually uh Voss now that i think of it Rich Voss because I think that's I, I I think I'm like my future, my upcoming guests that have expressed interest in doing the show, um, Judah Friedlander, um, the champion, the world champ, Judah Friedlander, uh, Pop Pop, Keith Pudgeon Robinson. <laughs> we'll 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 uh, ask him what Pudgeon is for and why it was on a headshot back in the days, uh, and. Um, there was someone else, Keith, Judah. I know we said um, uh, 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 fudge. Ah man, I can't think of it. From Friday. Ah oh, man, are you kidding me? Big Worm. Oh shoot, Phazon. I was like, there's an F in his name, Phazon, and a couple other people I had in mind. But Jason Andor is definitely on that list because um. He'd be a great, great addition because he has a b-boy background uh, coming up with Rock City Crew. But also um, Rich Voss because Rich is one of the first white comics that came up doing the black rooms and and did both rooms, you know, and found success doing both rooms. So I'd love to have, have Richard, one Richard Voss on the show, um, you know, to see... see what it's been like for him. And I uh, think that's enough for this week. Because I want to get this out to y'all. I want to get this out to y'all as quickly as possible, baby. Once again, I apologize for getting to you late. A day late and a dollar short. But a day late still means you got it. You heard? So yeah, uh, you know, this is Kid 50 Cent. Um, someone told me they wanted me to do more impressions on the show, so I guess I'm doing them all right here at the end of the show. I, I you know, I, I keep seeing uh, uh, Paul Giamatti. I'm going to do something with this impression soon. <laughs> um, I just haven't figured it out yet. You know, for me, the impressions are like a, like a math problem, right? Um you just got to keep working at it. Eventually, you will figure it out. Uh, so I'll, it'll 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 come. Just got to believe in it. It'll come. Just let it come. It'll come. Sooner than later, it will. 
Trust in me. Trust in Jesus. He can make you feel alright. Do you fear death? That's from a show. What is that line from? Do you fear death more than you fear me? It's from a cartoon. It's not the GoBot. Something from the 80s. Do you fear death more than you fear me? And it's not... It's not the uh, Thunder, Thunder, Thundercats. Oh! Uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's not necessary for me to, uh, to recall exactly where that episode or what TV show that was that uh, I used to watch that had that. Um, why don't you all go search it? Google it. Do you fear death more than you fear me? And let me know what you come up with, would you? Um, oh, and you know what else? Uh, I, I'm uh, back on my back on my back on my meds heavy. When I by meds, I mean my meditation. You see what I did right there, man? Back on my meditation heavy heavily. This is a video that I always watch when when I'm feeling like I want to be, you know, sort of motivated and. uh and it's by I I didn't realize who the the, the narration was. It was uh, someone spliced together this uh, this football player's workout with this motivational speaker. The speaker's name I just learned. His name is Eric Thomas. He's a, a former professional uh, football player that played um, I think nine seasons with the uh, Cincinnati Bengals and the New York Jets and Denver Broncos. But dude has this. Uh, has this uh this mantra mantra that he he lives by uh when you want success as bad as you want to breathe then then you'll be successful did i say that right i think i said that right uh, when you want it when, when you want it as bad right is that it damn successful successful uh when you want it as badly, I guess I could Google it, right? <laughs> right? I, I could, I could Google it and and look it up. Um, so what? Here, look. Dr. King is dead. Malcolm X is dead. Great, greatness is upon you. You better act like it. He talk talks about his being homeless. When you want, when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, that's when you be successful. That's the line. Which is a dope line, dope line. When you want, when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, that's when you'll be successful. That's the that's the challenge that I think uh, many of us could pose upon ourselves um, to move forward in life. And I've actually I've been really focused on on me and breathing breathing words into a uh, reality and uh, you know making. Making the word I, taking the power in the word I and letting it manifest. And when I say I, I mean the capital letter I, as in I will. Uh, I, I can be what I will to be. That's, that's, from, uh, that's from Charles F. Hanel's, um, the, 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 the universal, what is it? Uh, the keys. I'm, I'm real bad at, uh, that's why I don't read. A lot, or that's why I don't tell people I read a lot because some people are good at just pulling off and rambling off titles of books and the authors. The master key system, 
uh, Charles by Charles F. Hanel, the Master Key System by Charles. Charles, let me say that like I was doing a voiceover. The Master Key System by Charles F. Hanel. I just spit on myself. Uh, good book, and um, it, it it talks about using the word I and talking about what you do have versus what you want. Don't talk about what you want. Talk about what is. Talk about what you what you have what what you will have make it make it your reality that you already do have something already you know the, these are things that you apply you use the power of your subconscious mind to to succeed you know and and when you want that means you are lacking or something is absent and there's a deficiency versus having which means you possess and you hold and you get and you receive and experience so you want to you want to have versus want you know so um yeah maybe I'll drop drop some uh, some jewels on y'all every so often huh can I do that can I continue with that you know cuz you know I love ya you know I do you know I do anyway this has been real it's been fun it's always fun. It's therapeutic. Um, and uh, for anyone that, that wants to, uh, you know, like I said, I suggest uh, you want to read a good book that, that I've read in the past. And it's a, it's a book that has uh, lessons. And actually, it's not a book you read directly through. Check out the Master Key System uh, in 24 parts with questionnaire and glossary. Unabridged original edition by Charles F. Hanel. Uh, good book. Um, I, uh, I probably refer to this book every, I probably reread this book every two or three years. Maybe, maybe it's something you want to read every year because, uh, there's 24 chapters and you only read one chapter a week and each chapter is relatively short, but there's a, there's an exercise at the end of every, every chapter and I always find it, uh, it assists with my meditation and my calming and finding my center and allowing my inner chi to flow properly so um anyone that wants to join me um hit hit a brother up let me know i yo uh, as, as always uh big up all things comedy y'all make sure you go and uh follow all things comedy on social media follow me at i am dean edwards i am dean edwards because you know what it is that's who i am it's been all love i'll catch y'all next week y'all be well and, and make sure i remember to talk about judd apatow's book which i'm also reading sick in the head by judd apatow fun book um actually very reminiscent of uh franklin ajayi's comic insight it's uh, very very similar um, obviously, Avatar has Hollywood uh, by the nutsack right now, so his is going to be popular. But for those that want an, another good book and want to hear about people's uh, process, stand-up comics process, um, and you know what, I'll try and remember to mention it earlier in the podcast next week. But Franklin Ajayi's, was it Franklin Ajayi? Uh, comic Insight. Good book. All right? All love, y'all. Two fingers. Peace.